0: Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) I thought I'd start with a British accent, Ryan. How was that? That was uh, was good. It was not your best, but you know. (laughs) It's not my best. I'm not very good. All right. I digress. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Welcome to the Between You and I podcast. This is episode 25. Super excited about the quarter uh, anniversary is what I'm going to call it. Um, Today we have Julia Massey on. And um, as you'll hear, I... I so like her a lot. I just, I met her once the first time I met her, it was like, and I'll say, it was like meeting a unicorn. (laughs) And I say in the podcast, but she is so nice. She's such an artist and I've, I just found the conversation delicious and I crave it. I just, I like her so much and I just appreciate her kindness. Um, and I look for that, I think in other artists and it's, the highest pleasure to have an exchange like we we did on this session i really loved it so hope you guys enjoy the conversation please subscribe uh, if you're enjoying what you're hearing and i think ryan and i may have some newness coming up with a patreon Mm -hmm. that we will do a little episode and tell you all about it but that will be coming soon so hope you enjoy Hey everybody! Welcome to the Between You and I podcast. Thank you for coming and taking a listen. Uh, this is episode twenty-five, which is a quarter episode. <laughs> we are well, we're quarter of a way to a hundred. That's how I'm going to look at that. Yes, <laughs> it's about quarter a century, way. right? Hey, so today I'm super psyched that we have Julia Massey with us today from Warren Dunes. And um, we were just getting ready to do this. And I was saying, you know, this is just a conversation um, and that I have ideas in my head. But then, you know, but if this could take any turn and could go on forever. Yeah. Yeah. We could go on for hours. And sometimes we do.
1: (laughs) I love it. I I, I believe it. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. As life should be this way.
0: I know. Right. We don't really have control. And so I'm trying, I really try and like relax into that and par chance be happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm thrilled to be here. Okay. So
0: I just got to say the thing like that sticks out in my head, because you know, I do, we don't know each other that well, but you make, right. and I think you do this for, I think this happens with everyone yeah. who meets you, unless they're just seriously something's wrong with them. <laughs> but I seriously think and this this happened for me too, I, I find you to be like a kindness unicorn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, no one's ever said that. I love that. We're going to be making Thank t-shirts. You. Don't worry. We're going to make t-shirts. It'll have your face on it. It's going to have your face
0: on it. <laughs> oh. Actually, that's a great idea, and I am going to do that. i got to do something.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that is, I'm, I'm um, incredibly humbled and gratified to hear you say that because yeah. before we played together at the Crocodile, mm-hmm. I told a handful of folks, you know, I'm playing this show with Carrie Ackery and some of the people in my life were like, uh, okay, now I'll come and see you in person because it was like oh you're playing with a legend so let's let's we'll win a rally and come to this show and i you know like i was saying before this began i am just starting to develop my karaoke primer of like Mm -hmm. songs that i that i really i'm I'm putting them together and i'm i'm in the kind of discovering you phase of Mm -hmm. my life but there's peers of mine who have been fans of yours for for a long time and so I had this, like, conception of don't screw this up, Massey. When you show <laughs> oh <my> up, <laughs> like, make sure you make a good impression with Gary Agri. And then you are just one of the warmest down-to-earth people. <laughs> and, and it was such a relief. It was such a relief. Like, oh. oh, my gosh, what a wonderful person. And then I got to experience your enormous talent,
0: which oh. was – we'll
1: get well, I would like to talk a little bit more about specifically – certain things about what, what you do as a musician. I don't know if we can just jump right into that. If That's just going to um, make me weepy. Yeah. I'm, just, like, I'm just, literally I, like, oh God, I'm going to cry. I I'm going to it in the morning. <laughs> why not? Why not? <laughs> no, it's, I appreciate you. I have to cry once a day now to just kind of process totally. these times. So it's great. <laughs> I am so curious because I don't do this as a performer. I um, am not um, predominantly... Uh, singularly a vocalist I got instruments up there that in some ways I like hide behind for lack of a better way of putting it okay. I feel like when people are performing the way you do where they are mostly a vocalist that seems so extra scary and a new level of vulnerability to me and I'm curious if that's always been how you performed or if you had experience with instruments as well
0: Well, you know what's funny, and I will say this just about you as well, because I am a singer, so I listen to voices. Like, that's my thing, right? If I was a guitar player, I would be focusing on guitars and sounds and tone and all that. So when I listen to singers, I'm instantly, like, listening to the voice for tone, like, all the reasons. And you have a killer tone. Like, I really think voices are healing, and you... Are a vo- you are a voice of healing you are an angel oh. of healing I think you were kind of born in this way um and it's gonna
1: make me cry now oh,
0: I know right just a, <laughs> it's just a podcast tears. Podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's it's important and it's such a good mm-hmm. thing to to say out loud in the world you know just all sorts of crappy things all you know there's always something crappy going on not to be pessimistic but oh, particularly is. right now and that's yeah. why I think um voices and people uh especially angelic people are really important you got to say so out loud so at least you can point people in a direction like go listen to her she's got this voice that is like got clarity and tone to it and the things you sing about your lyrics are so positive and thoughtful it's like I'm in your head and I was like you know because you're uh, you think your stuff's personal
1: right Right. I I can't thank you enough for for saying that and for um, the things you're noticing, because I don't know if you've experienced this in the vacancy of live performance, Mm -hmm. but I stopped practicing with my band for, you know, during quarantine, etc. And we've only just now started to kind of do it again. Like we're all masked. We're doing everything. Mm And I didn't realize how much just the act of singing myself was a healing power for my own body. Like I, I, I'm delighted to know that it and positively impacts anybody other than myself, but I didn't realize how much that was affecting me. Cause I, as soon, after we had band practice for the first time in months, I was like, Oh my gosh, I, I don't, I'm not as congested up here. I, I don't Mike. feel like, like I felt mentally sharper i feel so much better I, i'm, I'm just assuming you must experience this
0: well i really feel like again singing is putting vibration through your body and you are a vessel um and not only that like tone like i am shivering all over well wow, it's a good thing um <laughs> but, like i'm just excited um i really believe that it that singing as, as you sing, you're vibrating through your whole body tones and things like that. So I think that's true. And I also think that when you sing, you become like a vessel and, and in a fun way, unconsciously, you're a channel, right? For, and that feels good. That's healing. Um, and also whenever in our lives, do we open our mouths and ever be that loud and express yourself? It's really, I wish everyone would do it. um, because, you know, like not expressing yourself, um, feeling pain or being stopped up or whatever is not good. It's not good right. for anybody, right? right? Yes. But just you know, I I have come to really appreciate like where in my life do I have gotten the chance to open my mouth and be like nah, you know, You're like right. just full full chest voice. Yes. Yes. This is what I think, you know. Or this <laughs> is happening right. to me. Even if I'm just listening to me, right? Like, yeah yes. you know, like, um, Absolutely. That's that's yeah, that's what I think about all that. And playing yeah. with a band playing with your bandmates. Um, I've been thinking about that one. It's such a pleasure, but I think it's close to sex like
1: <laughs> it's like it's like a Nirvana kind of experience. It feels mm-hmm. like t- tapping into some kind of a um, it, the, the, the it requires present moment awareness, yes. if it's going to be, if it's going to be what we all have enjoyed from our favorite artists. So you, you, it's a requirement, if it's going to yeah. actually be conveyed yeah. and I can tell when I'm not tapping into it at practice, it's, it's a lot harder to, to forget to be in the present moment at a show because you have all these people who are, who oh, have chosen yeah. to be in the room with you, which is what yeah. is so magical about a, a live performance and that I'm so missing. To which and it makes me want to ask you this, Carrie, which is I've had this realization a couple of months into COVID times, which was as much as I love being a performer, I love it so much. I think I miss being in the audience more right now. Ooh. I am like dying to be, have my butt right up at the stage, looking up at somebody and communing that way like oh i didn't God. i took for granted i took that for granted yeah. i was like i love being a performer being on stage is the best it's so much fun yeah and now i'm like but being being in the audience is just as sacred of an experience if not right. more you have to show up right. for that person for mm-hmm. sure. i miss, I miss well, it yeah i miss just right? the energy that you get from being at a show in the crowd yeah. it it's so positive oh yeah. so yeah. positive
0: it's communing right what a like exchange of an uh, exchange mm-hmm. like they're yes. giving you something you're giving them something you're receiving something like it's um that is the part that I like I was um uh you asked me originally like what were you asking me how do I feel on stage or
1: what like well how you're predominantly a vocalist like that oh, to yeah. me is like the most vulnerable vessel channeling mm. position in my yeah. opinion
0: Um, part of me, I think that's just who I am. Um, I've always been a singer. So like if you were born with something, I feel like that's, I was, that's my thing I was born with. Um, Mm -hmm. it's for some reason, uh, I am deeply. So on a also born with a purposeful level, um, built and desire to commune. And so I'm okay. So I'm going to back up to what I said about you and the reasons why I was saying it too, because it's a deeper thing for me. Um, i uh, I feel like I was born like a sunshine kid, right? Like positive yeah. and loving, right? But and um, when I started doing music, it was in the grunge era, not so positive and you know, <laughs> like a <laughs> little dark, right? <laughs> like it was it's a dark time. And so, Sure, I'm 20 something. I got angst and I could do it. And I also have a fighter side in me, but my mm-hmm. true nature is so badly wanting to go, oh, Will you play with me? Like, like a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm the kid on the playground who wants to, but won't probably say, Will you be my friend? Oh, you know, like, oh, yes. oh, yeah. And these are things like I don't think I've ever said out loud, but, um, but I say out loud now because I think it's really important. And so, yes. um, And I'm getting to more of your answer here, but what, like, that's why I find you such a unicorn is because you're one of the rare, I could probably count on one hand, how many people in the music scenes I've ever met who matched me in like, hello exchange, like, and and it's everything to me, but I just rarely meet it. And so just like anybody, you know, I then conform to be fairly guarded or Mm -hmm. But I'm saying out loud, that's not who I am. So when I say, oh, my God, it's great to meet you. You're like, no, it's great to meet you. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, my God, I'm meeting one of these unicorns. (laughs) Like, she's me. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously, could have just easily said it. You want to come play at my house? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Totally. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) <laughs> that that is yeah. I am I'm, I'm not terribly surprised to hear you say that and it makes sense that that is how we connected because I think that really was my experience too was, was, was okay. just like when you're when and when you're a when you are a sunshine kid and I love that term and I'm gonna steal that now that's and good. I feel I feel like that's also how I generally am yes. of course these times have given some real a real test to that but it's like that's just that deep down I I, I want to be oh yeah you want to play with me Let's let's be let's be pals. That's the the norm, and to be in a music industry with that personality, it's uh, theoretically Mm -hmm. it seems like that would make so much sense. Oh, that's a great that's a great industry to go in if you're a sunshine personality (laughs) because you're going to be reaching people. That makes sense. But the opposite. Often seems to be the case in the music industry, and I, w- my uh, partner and I talk about this, this a lot, specifically with grunge and like yeah. fetishizing sadness, um, yes. and, and and the ne- the need also for processing dark feelings through music is absolutely valid and should sure. be there, but um, kind of it's, it almost seems like more optimistic, positive themes in music does still seem to be in the minority.
0: Yeah. Well, so many things, like everyone says, it's easier to write like a sad song. But I think you playing music now, I feel like there are a lot more. I mean, the grunge era had a tint to it. Right. And right. That's, that's what people Well, I think it was. That's what a bunch of people were expressing. Then it became a thing. And the age And so lots of things conspired to make it like, well, yeah, you know, it's not surprising. There's an angry, you know, punk rock, all kinds of things. Right. Um, But I remember being almost made fun of for being sensitive or, you know, snarky was real popular then. Right. Like, let me insult you as a way to like around and i never liked that i would get my feelings hurt frankly Um, but i got steely i got steely or i got what i got was silent and the other thing i made work for me was Mm. i am good at what i do and the less i say the more scared you are especially around men Mm -hmm. because they don't know me and they're sort of like oh shit she actually knows what she's doing I'm not even right. sure what to say to her. And I kind of defensively yeah. made that work in my favor.
1: Right. Because I, right. I
0: didn't, I did not have the equipment to like, I wasn't going to battle it out with people. Um, oh, but I, I, I needed, you
1: know what I mean? But I yeah. was going
0: to preserve my space by going, well, I'm just going to let you wonder about that.
1: <laughs> oh, that, you know, you know what? To me, uh-huh. to me, that feels like um, a, a very worthy And, um, useful and resourceful way of navigating an environment that really doesn't meet you where you are, but, but, but because it made sure that you still were able to get your microphone and your voice and that communing, communing with your audience, like whatever it takes for you to be able to be who you were born to be. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess that's part of my response to that is like, well, I'm really glad you discovered that tool. Mm -hmm. So Thank that you. you could make it through yeah. and have the career that you've had, because it, a lot of people don't discover that and they get battered down and just like, Oh, I'm not going to deal with these a-holes anymore. I'm just going to, you know, leave yeah. it or, or get way too hardened. So it seems yeah. like you found the middle ground. Well, I always tell
0: people I'm like, I'm like extremely dorky, pragmatic. Like I'm a terrible quote unquote rock star because I'm super (laughs) Swedish pragmatic. Like I'm very much my mom. Like if somebody's acting like an ass or whatever, my response is like, well, that's ridiculous. Like, you know, it's not, I'm not like hurt. I'm not mad. I'm more like, Oh, for God's sake. You know what I mean? I just, you're not taking it personally. No, no. And I don't see it as, um, I don't see it as big. I don't see it as threatening. I see it as ridiculous. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's like immature or, um, there's things I just have always, even in junior high, anytime uh, maybe I was born a older, wiser soul, where behavior, mm-hmm. even then, I would be like, Well, that's just come on. Yeah, that's I yeah. already know that's dumb, <laughs> like how you're being shitty or bitchy to somebody else. I'd be like, Really? Okay, uh-huh, like uh-huh. I've just always been that way. <laughs> and so, when I would be in the grunge, it's almost like I knew ahead of time, and some so behavior didn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. I was never surprised. I might have been, I definitely been hurt. But not surprised. I think the worst is when you're like, oh, my God, I, you truly didn't see it coming and you're really hurt. That's a deeper hurt.
1: That I agree. I agree. Yeah. There's no there's no prep.
0: There's no prep. And I have had that, like, especially if I put myself out there with love going, oh, I really want to respond. But I get someone who's been way more hurts, shittier, bitchy response back. And that's oh, yes. that's yes. not my fault. But like, I I don't sometimes people have had terrible experiences and they're just walls up. Yeah. They're not going to let you in and they may have ideas about you already and there's there's so much I can't do about that. Like right, your insecure right. perception of me is going to make you treat me like shit. I've had that.
1: Oh, so people are like,
0: yeah. "Oh, in their mind they're like, "Oh, you're you're karaoke this legend and that's too big for me makes me nervous, so I'm going to kind of be shitty to you to be cool." I've, I've had that happen I a lot in the have. name of cool and mm-hmm, I would just be mm-hmm, like wow mm-hmm. that's that's unnecessary and you've mm-hmm. now hurt my feelings <laughs>
1: right not cool yeah and unnecessary
0: like unnecessary yes. everybody can play here um and 100%, so
1: 100 yes
0: with the with the with the singing like I I think I just always been a part of me um again and then all these other parts like pragmatic or whatever so when mm-hmm. I would sing I mean I it's taking me a long time now and I purposely you know midlife you just get to do that like really revisited like my why do I do music especially when it's not you know it's a different time and era like I'm not signed to a label I'm you know it's yeah. a different experience you really got to ask yourself again like do you still want to do music do you give a shit like and why right. if you do right. what's your reason why yes. um and so I have really figured out that the communing Mm-hmm. is a deep, deep thing in my person. Also two mm-hmm. things like I want the experience of like um, the spiritual part of writing music, which my stuff's really personal. So I love that uh, mm-hmm. me- that exchange between me and whatever else. And I, I'm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm now way grateful to be like, Oh, I have an art form that I've done that I do. I can utilize it if I need to super grateful. Mm-hmm.
1: And then mm-hmm. I can go
0: take that to a stage or other people. And what you see is what you get. You're getting mm-hmm. me. I'm not, I mean, I've right. never prescribed to want to be cool. I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. I don't that's, care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I want to I want to be the, I've always said this, and I've, again, been this way since junior high. I'm willing to be the first one on the dance floor, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I will say the things Mm -hmm. vulnerably that you know you feel too Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. in a song for you, because I think that exchange is helpful. And for me too, right? Like for me and somebody else. But I'm like, isn't that the essence of what's amazing about music (laughs) in any form? that music did this for me, helped me get through that. Like I survived this. So I feel deep, uh, shivery gratitude around (laughs) (laughs) in this lifetime, having to have this as something I've done or do for all those reasons. Right. Mm. Mm
1: -hmm. And then like, Mm -hmm.
0: um, and along the way, very consciously doing the things I do. Right. Like just to know, like I'm very conscious about Someone might not know, but I'm like, oh no, I make decisions for a reason. I'm also willing to try things and throw it out there with not a lot Mm -hmm. of control, but that's Mm -hmm. on purpose as well. But like going from Hammerbox, which is the first band I'd ever done in my life, to Goodness, Goodness. like Goodness was specific for me. Like I was like, I'm, I mean, I had specific ideas, hence the name Goodness. Hello, you know, like
1: I love uh, it so much. Yeah, I was like,
0: no coming out of the like thick of the grunge era i'm like i want a mm-hmm. band where um one there's more room musically for me to sing i mm-hmm. want to write songs i was evolving into writing songs i want it to be positive i want it to be i want the audience to know that i'm there for them and if they're getting bothered by a hipster that i will instantly be telling that person to fuck <laughs> off you know and, right. and did a lot i was like if you're here to be cool get the fuck out like i don't care <laughs> On stage, remember, I'm, I'm sure, sure there's, t- I don't give a shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, because I just don't like that. I don't like no. the, um... well, it takes away from the purpose of, of being together. And like you keep on using this word that's so apt of communing, like yes. when, when they're, how are you possibly going to be able to do that if anybody's coming in there with an ego and it's hard, mm-hmm. right? Because people, when they go out to see a show. They are, um, you don't know what the intention is, but predominantly it's, it is to have a good time, but you know, you're out there, it's your community, it's intimate even for the audience, but something that you just said, Carrie, that really made me, made me think about, um, the leadership that is required in some ways for taking the stage. And that I feel like oozes from you when you were saying like, I'm the first person to, you know, I would be the first person to go out on the empty dance floor. Like that, um, that's kind of the leadership that is that the people who are watching that and witnessing that go. Oh, I, I really, really, really want to dance too. I really, really, really want to express myself, but yeah. um, I'm a, I'm a little bit afraid that somebody might make fun of me. And and people like you know that that's happening, but that you go. Well, I don't care if anyone makes fun of me. I, yeah. I just I, I just I have to just not give a shit. I, like if somebody's yeah. gonna say. Some, well, I just, I just don't care. I, I, I'm here and I, I'm doing this. And and that's what me as an audience, I've only seen you perform once, but what was immediately apparent. I was like, Carrie, and I apologize. I didn't realize it's Ocrie. I'm never going to okay. get that wrong again. People okay. say Macy with me. I get the Macy Massey. So I'm like... You? I, I, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. now I... All right. And now, now I'm on like, the same page. But I, was, I remember <laughs> watching you and specifically... When you are performing and singing, I noticed that you have sort of hand gestures that you may not even be conscious are happening. Like it actually yeah. almost seems kind of like a, oh, that's just sort of what her body does when she's um, singing. And what that did, that does for the audience, at least from my perspective, was Carrie is doing this for the benefit of everybody in this room, but she's not being affected by whatever attitudes people are bringing to the show it's only good it's only good it's only goodness that's yeah. being channeled through you while you're doing yeah. that so I noticed that immediately it's like you can't oh, help nice. it you can't help it well I mean
0: the the whole package is of course I'm I mean like any performer a lot is going through my mind on stage even uh, also insecure things like I'm hyper aware of who's all out there like, are they staying or are they walking out the door? You know, like I'm aware, but oh, it's yeah. my job to keep that in check. Like, yeah. I, I very rapidly on stage might be like, oh, and then I'm like, well, you no, you look, you can't falter into that right now. You mm. got a show to do, right? Like, <laughs> you can't, you can't care. You can't. You gotta yeah. nip that in the bud, right? Like, or yes, or reconcile it really quick. Like, yeah. I'm I'm very fast to be like, well, they're not meant to be. Like not meant to be. Yes.
1: Yes. Thank you for saying that. I, I, it's validating to hear you say that because (laughs) I, I, I've been there. I don't know how many times I've played a show for, you know, two people on like a tour and just being like, I guess we're going to play for you and you tonight. Mm -hmm. And let me somehow steal my mentality to be like, this is a gift for the two of you. And here we go.
0: Well, new touring is super humbling. tell me about it like going from any hammer box or goodness going from like sold out shows to (laughs) playing a show for the sound guy yeah i've done that a lot (laughs) i've done that a lot and you gotta figure out like what what, oh god like you know because there's there's, you know my ego's not getting straight you know what i mean like there's no Mm -hmm. audience to feed off of and you but i think i always thought i'm like well, you're learning how to be a consummate performer because welcome yes. to your industry, <laughs> welcome to your world. This is yes. it. Yes, this, this is what this it's is like. it.
1: Yes, yes, it is. This is, and if you don't like, if you, and that's part of what you were saying with the why and the spiritual aspect mm-hmm. of it. Like, well, this is sort of like the grist for the mill here. If it mm-hmm. was only always sold out shows, wouldn't everybody do this?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in it's my responsibility to, you know, decide, do I like this or not? Right. That's whatever mm-hmm. I want to do. And the one thing I did notice was, and I'm sure you have had the same thing where it's like, yeah, you're playing to two people and it seems like a catastrophe and you could really go down that road. But something on those nights, one thing amazing always happens, yes. like always, and, and it gets a little harder over the years to just like hang your hat on that. But I don't ignore yeah. those things. Um, but, but it does get hard, right? You know, like, well, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll figure out one thing, I guess, that was good about tonight. After a while, you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's great. That's I mean, anybody would get tired of that. That's fine. But, um, but it would be like, you're playing to two people and you're like, okay, but those two people buy everything, like twice of everything in your merch, they give you a place to stay, take you to dinner, you know, like, or they're just cool people and your friends for life, like yes it's a slow long game
1: and such a slow long game
0: that you may uh, so my definition of winning has changed as well right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what success is in music has um massively evolved due to like experiences you know age and experience I guess of course Um, and change and change right right? so you you know you may decide and I, I didn't love touring I didn't um it's hard touring really hard. hard it's, it's really, really hard. hard i found it really lonely um i'm not a person who hangs out in bars anyway and, and so i was like "Well, what, like oh, touring because oh there are people who adore touring <laughs> oh, yeah. people who don't ever
1: want to come home oh yeah oh tom, yeah tom, yeah. tom petty's that. documentary oh. oh go ahead yeah. Ryan. So maybe they have other problems they don't want to go home sometimes sometimes tom petty says in his documentary he said when the band stopped touring that was when like their um, negative habits like had a chance to kind of start up and that actually being on the road was the distraction that they needed from their vices. And so that was like the healthier path for them. Whereas for me, it's almost like the opposite. Like when I go on tour, I'm not eating as well as I should. I'm definitely not sleeping as well. I I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: and touring is a vacuum. So for some people, I mean, you know what you're doing. I mean, it's the same thing. You, get in the van or if you're lucky bus or whatever um you go to the next town you set up you sound check you play your show you get back in the van or maybe you get a hotel but depending where you're at i guess right or how much money you have and so but you know that becomes a bubble that right. it gets kind of comfortable but it's it's like a whole nother world the
1: yes. musicians
0: are living in yes but yes. it gets my mind i'm very i'm i'm introverted in the way that uh um, I need to be alone a lot to rejuvenate a lot. That's so, I'm one of the folks who hopefully not insultingly has loved the pandemic for the isolation reasons, because mm, I do deep growth when I get to be alone in silence a lot. Mm, um, mm, like that's my space to be mm, like, mm, so mm, how are we doing? You know, what, what do you want to do here? <laughs> you know, <like laughs> Absolutely on tour, you just don't have a lot of space. There's not, you know, you have to make, you have to make that scenario into close enough to what you might like. So, you know, like I'm the first one into a hotel or, you know like a car mm-hmm. than anyone in the band i like to go to bed at nine i like to take a bath and read a book right? Right, right, right a good conversation i mean and also a woman like how many uh you know two nights in a bar is enough like what there's nothing <laughs> out there for me like <laughs> i'm not i'm not meeting prince charming i'm not having right, right. deep intellectual conversations god bless everybody i mean i'm not right. looking to have some sort of science conversation <laughs> But just well, a good yeah. conversation.
1: Yes. Well, I, I, I so appreciate you bringing up, and it's it's ironic, right? I know, I'm crying. I know. I'm sounding pretentious. I'm not, I'm not no, like. No, 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 not at all.
0: No, but I, you're I mean... you're
1: everybody's Friday night. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right? You're everybody's Friday night when you are performing. Yeah. And I, I, my joke always, I'm, I am an early to bed, late to rise person. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm yeah. a sleep monster. Like, I could <laughs> sleep for 10 to 12 hours a night, if given the chance. But sure. I'm a parent. So I'll never sleep in again, which actually one of the things I want to ask you about, because I, you are also a parent. Yes. And I am, uh, what I discovered in becoming a parent, uh, you know, I was a, uh, my, how I identified myself before becoming a parent was, you know, the various things, an artist, and I still am an artist. When I became a a parent, the silence factor that I also need to rejuvenate (laughs) and be a creative person um, went from whatever my threshold was prior to being a parent to like basically nothing. Yes. And and, and not having that silent space. or And, and maybe even, I, even if I had some silence, it wasn't predictable enough that yes. I could plan for it and actually have that yes. space. So the challenges of that were met the hype, met the hype. People were like really... Yes really skeptical that I would continue my career after I became a parent and it required a lot of maneuvering and a ton of inner working with my bandmates who God bless them were there for me and were very flexible and certainly namely my partner who we co-parent. So that's the only way this works. Yeah. Um, But I wonder if you could speak to that process for you and like that, that co-identity. Yeah. I'm curious.
0: Well, and I just got to say, your the, your band also are like kindness unicorns as well. Like, that's the <laughs> nicest group of people I have. Those guys are so nice. I would also want to drag them in a room and be like, well, I, I think you're so nice. But yeah, they, I just really like them instantly a lot. They were just nice. Like They're good people. When someone comes watching. to you without you asking and be like, hey, how are you doing? All right. I feel good. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. is this for real i mean i'm psyched oh, anyways I've they're very nice yeah please do they are just genuinely <laughs> very kind very nice um uh oh my god so
1: i so know, I, I know I had,
0: yeah it is uh, but whatever okay so my story <clears throat> is right like i had my son when i was 41 right yeah. so i had all that time in all of the musical stuff i did that's a lot of time. And, it's, right? and you
1: were very well established. Like this is what i we're talking done like it. Here she yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I, you know, like I didn't get married till I was 40. I didn't have a child till I was 41. And so it's, yeah, I had all of that behind me. What mm-hmm. I found hard, and I wish if I could go back, I would have done it differently. Although nothing really wrong. But um, I, I, knew, I knew I wanted a child. So I was sort of like, I don't know I don't have the experience to say yeah yes but I I was like if I don't at this point I'm pretty used to that um but when I had Orion I was ready and I really just all interest in music left me all I wanted mm. was him all I wanted was to be around Orion all the time mm-hmm. now I realize that now but at the time I felt conflicted I felt like and this is where I was kind of on my personal understanding the sort of Journey of like midlife, I wrestled with that a lot of like, you should because you have mm. and you can, so you should be doing music. But the truth was, I was working 40 hours a week at a corporate job, I was a mom, I was exhausted, like you're talking about. And yes. then, where am I going to put in music because it does require swaths of alone time? Like, yes, I realized I got married and had a kid fairly quickly. I had never mapped out like, look, you don't share your creativity time with anyone. I hadn't thought about that. Right. so now I was like, oh, I never even, no boyfriend I know even was around me when I would write. And now I'm married with a kid. I hadn't (laughs) thought about that. Mm And I just was like, Mm -hmm. and it was vulnerable to me because I realized I had made that space really private and so even with a husband, right, like that's a personal friendship thing like that I had mapped out. So there was yes. a, yes. I mean, even yes. if my husband and I had said or I think I had said to him, when we got m- married, I was like, you know, shit's going to hit the fan because <laughs> we literally like. Met in like 2006, got engaged in 2007, had a baby, got (laughs) pregnant in July of 2007, got married in 2007, and then had Orion in 2008. And I remember looking at Marty going, (laughs) we've like barely gotten a chance to hang out. And now we're going to have to work it all out with all of this on the plate. And so it just was a lot. And I think it sunk me into a, um, without knowing any better, it sunk me into a depression that lasted a really long time. Yeah, I, I poured a lot of white wine on that, and prosciutto <laughs> and cheese. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I am so not going to say I was in my mind successful. At, I I did not understand. I was sorting it out. Yes, during, from like 2008, and I put out a record in 2008. <laughs> like, I I literally played shows till I was eight months pregnant. On last yes. the evening, yeah, last the evening, second uh, third solo record had Orion, and I'm sorry. First year, sleep, sleep, what? Forget about it. I thought I knew sleep deprivation from touring.
1: No. That's getting a
0: good night's sleep. That is getting a good night's sleep, sleeping in a van at a a much younger age, too, like 41. (laughs) Oh, you were asking for it, lady. And (laughs) what you said about, and not predictable, like my life is not my own. Like, no. I would sit down for a second and it would be like, you know, like just Mm -hmm. the (laughs) herky jerk of like, Oh
1: I no one tells you my no mom one didn't tells tell you. me you don't you don't know <laughs> you, you don't know you can't in as much as you would like to be like okay i'm an artist i know what i need to be creative and now i'm gonna have a child and <laughs> i i've heard that it can be challenging but maybe what i'll plan on is every time they nap i'll go into creative you can, you can rationalize and think that and yeah, then you get no. there Sounds and you're like paper yeah this is not reality. This mm-hmm. isn't reality, and and it yeah. is it is the emotional toll. And, and I think Carrie, I, I think that most, well, everybody who parents goes through some kind of a, a depression experience following mm-hmm. that, because like you're saying, your life is no longer your own, and and the realization or or, or, or that concept. Yeah. I do now feel like my life is my own. I feel like I've sure. kind of come through that process and I'm mm-hmm. out of the woods in some ways. Um from the wee 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 years. Yeah. But um the experience of sleep deprivation, you can understand why it's like a, a torture device that people yes. use. Yes. You really can because yes. you, you you don't have any memory. Mm-mm. You lose your memory. You can't um cognitively do and I know I know yeah. Bob Dylan would like purposefully Deprive himself of sleep for like creative purposes, but that's all well and good because he doesn't have to take care of somebody when he's, yeah, like, oh, oh, you want to do that mind, fuck yeah, for yourself and then get creative. Great, I'm having this mind, fuck and then I have to make sure somebody's not, you know, dying yes. over here. Yeah, <laughs> well, and, surviving.
0: and I'm sure like his is pre planned for himself, right? right. Still self regulated, yeah, self-regulated. Exactly. structured, yeah. structured. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, and also there's a deep love and nurturing uh pull right yes. like like you just yes. when you said there's someone you got to take care of that's a yearning like that's an attention yes. taker uh that is bi- like feels biological like yes uh, when we would we my husband and I actually formed a band um with a couple friends and my brother um and we were like oh we'll do this side project and we would go to practice and i was like i don't want to i just didn't <laughs> want to be there either. like yeah. i and yeah that for yeah. me the deep like a de- depth of love for my son that i had mm-hmm. never experienced where all i wanted to do was take care of him yeah. like i just yearned yeah. for it everything else seemed to pale in measure like just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
1: what wa- mm-hmm. being a
0: stinky practice space with loud music that's gonna <laughs> go nowhere and or be with my son i was <laughs> like <laughs> who cares like what Hard am choice. i doing here? what am i doing yeah like right right why right, do i right. care like um oh, yeah i mean i love music but at that time i'm sorry i'd had a kid it's yeah, a right. huge life yes. experience it's a beautiful don't wanna miss it and that's what i wish is sitting here what i wish i would have done and i think other people probably are doing is like i wish i would have just been able to make that understanding in my head and say i'm yeah. not doing music i'm fully right. focusing because you know who i used to reference in my head was like Look at Patty Smith. She was gone for thirty years, you know, taking care of her kids, and now she's doing art. Chill out, lady.
1: Chill out, everybody. Chill out. And 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 right. Life the, is it, long. Yes. Life. Is, thank you. That is one of the the one of the lyrics in a, a song that we have is I keep on realizing life is long. Like I yes. keep on going like, oh right, like I yeah. I, I so I'm approaching my forties and I keep yeah. on feeling like. I got time. Totally, like, like Mississippi John Hurt uh-huh. got discovered. Was he in the seventies yeah. or his eighties? Yeah. And like, I I I, just, I discovered him, and I'm a fan of his. Yeah, and I would have never known about him until you know somebody was going through the South and discovered this gem. And so that that always inspires me. I Feel like Joni Mitchell yeah. taking off. The, I know for her, I think it was like yeah. health related, but she took off swaths of time. And yeah. guess what? She just come out with more music and it's amazing. Yeah. So relax people.
0: Right. Well, and look, nobody knows your personal life, right? Like right. if we're talking about, if you're talking to a stranger outside of you with their high level concept of being a musician and what that all is about, you know, like, it's super high level with no day to day detail right and that's right. that's very much this error right like of the social media like you're seeing something and you think you know something i'm like you yes. don't know anything you are not there every day no every day is the no. difference <laughs> yes right yes, yes. and so yes. that's reality based is every day not the right. whatever snippets of pictures or quotes oh, you're no. being given every the curated Yes. version of their lives yes. and yep. so I again I always yeah I think similar to you like I always remind myself of make your decisions in reality like in ba- like grounded hardcore like truth um, mm-hmm. of every day because the rest you're just not in control of like the when I, I I'd say five years ago in the, I mean I felt like I had a really dark night of the soul that lasted a good 10 some years Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a pretty normal thing to have happen. But within mm-hmm. that time, there was, you know, being married, having a kid, feeling really lonely and split in corporate life. But, mm-hmm. you know, it paid for things and mm-hmm. just the transition. It's almost like just the transition out of all that time in music out of it, like out of it to sort out all the shit that was in it. You know what I mean? Because it was like you needed some time away to be like, well, what'd you like or not like, and you know, what are all the, what's all the trauma that you now need to process that you never did in the middle of it. Right. Like the, right. all that stuff came out for me. But another yeah. thing is the sort of like, look, you may never get a chance to be a full-time musician. One, two, you kind of know what that entails. So you need to ask yourself and wake the hell up out of a fantasy and go, do you really want that? Like, cause let's, and when we answer ourselves remember what that really means
1: right remember the reality like, the everyday mm-hmm. what does the everyday of that look like
0: yeah like if i came to someone and said uh, oh you know to describe how a job description i would want to ma- I, wa- I actually feel like i should write like write out like if you're going to choose to be an architect it looks like this if you're going to be a nurse uh-huh. like this if you're going to be a musician who's striving here's what that music industry job atmosphere potentially could look like i mean some people yes. get to do it healthier and they do do it sure. healthy um sure, sure 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 but just understanding the truth of what it is helped me a lot yes um, and knowing yes. like i'm not in control i am not in control like i'm not in control of who pays attention who cares oh. who's looking i'm mm-hmm. swimming now in a volume of musicians that was unprecedented when i was doing like hammer or even goodness
1: Right? I like, can only imagine the difference. I mean, that's, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Right. So
0: just like a lot of letting go, a lot of true, truthful, letting go. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there have mm-hmm. been times that were testers for me where I had to stop and be like, like some things that happened to where that really hit me hard and were super devastating, like mm. just for me personally. And instantly I was like, okay, we can either fall into a sieve of depression, like, controllessly like just like "Ah." (laughs) or we could stop because I really don't want that I I really had enough of depression I was like I was like okay (laughs) what do we have and that helps me when I can ground myself into going what are the things you know you have that you (laughs) can know and you are not reliant on anybody else and I was like I can Mm -hmm. write songs I can record I can perform um, I can make t-shirts or posters the rest of my life without anyone getting in the way and that helped me calm down
1: so I'm like, I yeah, that. I may I not make a
0: million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I may not ever be discovered again, but but the thing that settled my heart was like I'm 110% proud of everything I've done. Mm-hmm. I've done a good job.
1: It's <laughs> on your terms.
0: And and you're yeah. you're
1: the boss. Right. I no, mean, yeah. yeah. That's huge. I, and yeah. to me with that, that is so that's there's that's so much wisdom just from all of those experiences and to not go down the sieve of depression and to then recalculate it seems like and it makes me think two things. One is, and and I'm at a point in my life where um, the other thing that I do during the week is I'm a special ed teacher, and I adore, oh I love, yes. love, love this job as much as yeah. I love being a musician. That's awesome, yeah. And so when I'm really, when I'm sort of kind of lucky, you, I am really yeah. lucky. I'm yeah. really lucky. What I'm awakening to is this idea and concept, and I've I've, I've kind of said it before to in the world. Uh, but now it's starting to kind of the mirror is really coming up, which is I know I'm an artist. Everybody in this world is an artist and Mm -hmm. it's just, we are at varying levels of understanding that and realizing that like when I'm teaching, I have to be creative. I have to be an artist. I am doing something that is, uh, it requires present moment awareness. If I'm going to do it well, if I'm open to it, I'm learning. Um, And so it's it's not exactly the same part of my brain of creativity, but if I have that intention and I'm looking at it through that lens, it can sometimes scratch the same itch and it's just as rewarding and validating. And so when I think about it is if all of the actions and all of the ways that I am acting in the world make me feel like I'm doing it from like a creative and positive standpoint, what the hell more do I want out of this? life? winning. Yeah. What else could I ask for?
0: I, cause I think yes, yes. And yes. Um, I love, I love that. And my husband actually teaches self-contained autism and he loves it. Yeah. It's, and he's a unicorn yes. as well. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. And he truly, he loves these kids. Um, yep. but I think it, I think like what you're saying requires people to understand you need to really learn. What do I want to say? There are things of value that people miss their weight of value, right? Like it's because music is so wrapped in a fantasy and it's a hard, strong pull, even for musicians, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's a psychological Mm -hmm. drug that you kind of want. It's, you know, like it's fantastical people, you know, it's, it's romanticized. It's, and it's easy to get. Swept, swept up yes swept up and think like life should always be like this and it help you know it makes you blind to like probably all the shitty sides of it but mm-hmm. but it also numbs you to like like other gifts on the planet that are not based in fame or yes. or cool or you know which is a drug i get it i yes. you know like i get it uh, and i'm not dissing anybody but there's a miss that i think could make or break people mm-hmm. that that is like A rich life, like the definition of what a truly rich life is. If you can calm your fantasy ego down, you would find like, oh, I have it already. Or
1: like, like what you're saying. Right. Yeah, (laughs) Everything you're saying. Yes. I'm covered in goosebumps.
0: Yes. But it's, 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 it's requires like letting go of the, letting go of a a fantasy. And I guess, I don't know if I'm defining fantasy because I believe in visualizing and, you know, sure, sure and there are the things that are lovely, no duh, you know, but, um, but what, what a, you'll miss, you'll just miss a beautiful life. If you don't yes. also internally, if you're not able to go, Oh yeah. Okay. I feel that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, cause yes. I'm telling you, like this year was, I think the first year I was like, I-, I got a good life. Like, um, I work with a coach who we worked through a bunch of old traumas around music. Um, old regrets and hang ups that were yes. mine right of like what could have been kind mm-hmm. of stuff mm-hmm. and it was just even in that phrase alone right a pretty empty like phrase of like what could have been yeah. which then runs rampant with like untethered thoughts
1: yes right yes. of like
0: oh i could have yes. done a solo mm-hmm. record on this major label they wanted me yeah. and i didn't and so i'm i'm letting this feeling of missing out and I'm just that level, no detail, yes, like yes. hang in my body right. forever. And I was like, you, you're not stopping to play that story all the way through. You're you're not grounded. It's all yeah. about being grounded, I guess. Yes. And saying like, yes. come on, look at the truth. Wake up, wake up. Because mm-hmm. you're causing yourself a lot of angst and damage around something, one that you don't know what would have happened.
1: Yes. Um, you." Yes
0: uh and you're not acknowledging and here's what i love about my coach she's like what if you made the right decision why can't you see this as the right decision or what yeah, even deeper she's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, she was like mm-hmm, also she goes deeper and this like made my head explode she was like why can't you trust that carrie then absolutely did the right thing and was that smart and why can't you look at yourself that way and feel confirmed Mm-hmm. That's right, like oh right. good job as opposed to like well i made this decision on oh my god and she's yeah. like but what if you were right why can't you think that why can't you yes. get that in your body and i was like oh,
1: oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah that wasn't your story that wasn't the path you were t- you were to yeah, take right. you, you know you can't beat yeah, yourself yeah. up over it yeah.
0: and that path yes. not taking that path is okay because everyone would think like oh you. He- in their mind, it's a high-level fantasy of, like, major oh. label, you could have been huge. And th- it's just those phrases, right? That we all, mm-hmm. like, it's like mm-hmm. a drug. We're all, like, oh, being huge, famous, uh, money, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, that's up here. yeah. And no one's talking about what potentially is all underneath there, especially for a woman. I was, like, oh. look, mm. I could have dro- left a band I loved, Burnt Bridges, gone and done this li- <clears throat> this record with a company that didn't seem to give a shit about musicians. They could have dumped me in a year. I could have been sexually assaulted. I could have had massive sexism all around me. I could mm-hmm. be lonely. I, you know, like, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm like yeah. why, why aren't I taking that all seriously?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Well, and it, it, I, I love this comparison and sort of like looking, spinning out these possible, because what it all brings it back home to is, um, what is my life like today? And yeah. what 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 are the interactions that I'm having today? And something that really colors my life, and it has since uh, I was 15, is that my dad passed away unexpectedly from kidney cancer. He um, was diagnosed in March, and he died in May. And it was a oh, okay. it was a huge, it was a really cataclysmic experience in an yes. uh, overarchingly positive way because it has really carved out everything that's happened since. It's like one of those pre-post moments in that ever since that happened, I've been kind of obsessed with, as many people are, um, with death and always kind of thinking about what do I want to have my parting gifts be? I'm using the word parting gifts from this children's book that my friend Krista Fisher, who's also a musician, just put up. It's this beautiful kid's book about this badger who, died. anyway, look up badgers parting gifts. That's my aside. Okay. What I'm using the word parting gifts is what, what is a, what is somebody at the end of their life? What do you really truly hope mm-hmm. is your parting gift? Is it that you were Um, Number one on billboard and people who you didn't know enjoyed your song. That's nice. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or is it that the people who you interacted with every day Mm -hmm. knew that you love them and felt like cherished and felt that they had there was a part in your heart in the shape of them. And that's to me what matters. That's what matters most to me. So I, I feel like I realized that after my dad died. Mm-hmm. And so the, when I entered into the music industry and, and just started to be like, Oh, I I think I like songwriting. Well, what, what do I do with yeah. this? It was like, I never had this, like, I, I feel like deep down, I never had this feeling like, well, and I, I really hope I get super famous, but, but the, <laughs> but the moments that come along with it where you get glimpses of it are yeah. like a drug carry. Yes. And I yes. really appreciate you saying that word because It's a drug um, of the ego, like all drugs Mm -hmm. are, trying to hijack this thing and saying, ooh, 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 and this will make me better than everybody because then I'll be fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And are there people who are really famous who are great at at putting their ego at the door? Yes, and I'm grateful to them. Yeah, Uh, That's wonderful. But uh, for me, I I do try to, and sometimes at the chagrin of my bandmates, (laughs) (laughs) try to have this attitude of, we don't. We don't need to be famous. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. We're we're alri- we've already succeeded. Yeah, yeah. Eckhart Tolle is saying. It's yeah. Great. What uh, if you've already succeeded? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. good to redefine success because it's like it's yeah. a very unhealthy perception of it. It's about being famous and having a lot of money, and you're like that's just a tiny little thing. <laughs> it's like there's so much well, more yes. to life.
0: People yes. don't talk about what comes with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you, it's all the details and experiences underneath there that no one sees. That they, you know don't talk about, don't see coming. Um, Justine Bateman had a great book called Fame. And I suggest it for anyone. And I devoured it like in a day. Um, she talks about her rise and um, quote unquote fall, which is not right for me to say, but I'm just saying that sure. from Fame. And it was fascinating. She, cause she not only talks about like what it, what the trajectory looked like, the speed, the timing, the size, but then all the ways, all the things uh, that happened to her, people's weird behaviors once you become that. Um, And I felt like I got tiny tastes of that, of like, oh, Mm -hmm. people know who you are. They think they can say anything to you. Or they could walk by on the street and touch you or, you know, like, or say anything at you because you're not real anymore Mm -hmm. and you're public. Um, Or... Mm -hmm. Um, your time is not your own. You're at a show and Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. just say weird shit to you, especially, you know, like weird shit to you, or they won't stop talking. God bless them. You know, (laughs) um, there's all these like workings of that, that, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. career that nobody talk. you know, most people don't talk about, um, and, right. and you don't see it coming as a person. And now you got to handle that. You're like, you didn't know that be in your life. Now you didn't know you'd have somebody stalking you or, right. oh um. My
1: God.
0: and now I can't even imagine with like the internet again, like trolls and whatever, oh someone who has no. no accountability saying like the most terrible things. Like, mm-hmm. thank God we had to write up mailers. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. You right.
1: know what I mean?
0: Yes, and we I do. Yeah. And I'm not in that space. Like I, whatever like yes i've yes. had people say th- things but not on the volume i think somebody today does Oh but no! Not, another not. thing you said um okay see too many thoughts in my head um it's like an explosion of like, yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> I mean, so there's all that with like fame. There's nothing wrong with like, I, if I was in a band, I was like, make a list of the things that you want to do. That's no problem. Like sure. I want to play Timber. I want to play yeah. Dove. I want to like, hell yeah. I mean, dream, dream, go. Oh, yeah. But if you can tuck in the back of your mind of like, what will that potentially really mean? Higher. Like I, I always said re- in the last couple of years, I was like, if I could have it my way, I was like, I'd want to be huge in Europe.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd I'd want to um, get to play Glastonbury. I would love that mm-hmm. just to see that craziness. I'd mm-hmm. want to. Um, I'd. I just want to be in Europe, frankly. I just want to be, <laughs> I want to be huge in Europe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, really? I want to be huge in Europe. I said, I want to be like cat power size. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be like vice to size yes. in, or, in order to go do the things I want to do and collaborate and yeah. do, and frankly, like
1: you're saying, do more art, do more I, art. I just more want to do more art. Stuff. Yeah. Which and you're doing, like, by the way, you are like modeling that in, in our something? community Oh, I, I don't think so. I know. So like, you think people you know, think well, that I, well, I think that That's I, good. and I think I'm not alone. I think that you are starting this, this journey that uh, of like, wait a minute, karaoke is doing a lot of things that, but they're all, art, <laughs> they're all art related. They're all uh-huh. creative. I had no idea. And, it, and what it does is it makes the concept of you right. Because uh-huh. not everybody will ever know you personally yeah. Is that the concept is that you are more of like this? You're like a mosaic of creativity. the the the, yeah. the large the largest pieces of that mosaic are music in most yeah. people's mind. But but it's, but it's being added to, and it and all and all that does is it just makes it more colorful and complex in a beautiful way. To, oh, that- to the people looking in, to yeah. me, that's oh, what that's I'm awesome. observing. So I oh, feel I like you're that. doing that. And and what you're saying about like wanting to be huge in Europe and being and like the cat power fight. I love what you're saying of like manifesting fantasy and yeah. all that kind of stuff by, by being in touch with the present moment and not wanting to have all the negative things that come with theme. It is not mutually um, exclusive with having dreams mm-hmm. and, 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 and kind of trying to strike that balance is I think just a, one of the challenges of life, but it's a good challenge. Yeah, yeah.
0: And well, you can go into doing that with better with knowledge, right? And of not worse condemning knowledge like i'm not looking to be like stop dreaming and forget it's always going to be awful you know what i mean like that's not true (laughs) i'm not trying to say that of course i'm just just saying like know the things potentially and dream anyway yeah and get very clear it helps it keeps a person safer when they get take the time to get very clear about what do you like and what do you not like because Simple I didn't as that. do that. Simple as that. Because yeah. that was one of my things in the last like ten years, where I was like, I never stopped through almost anything. Goodness, hammerbox solos, anything. I never, and I, I just wasn't in the habit of doing it. I guess stopping and going. Mm, so how's that going for you, Care? <laughs> that's
1: right. Isn't that Would so like- bizarre? <laughs> but but that's what so many people do. Do I even actually like this? Yeah. Do what like is that? It? Let's.
0: With the brakes right. what is right. going am i happy what do i not like like yeah. and how will we kibosh that stuff like no yeah. it, t- it takes a lot of things yeah just uh um, do
1: you do you think that you would have come to any of those realizations without your life's experience because that's what comes to mind for me too of all these young artists and just in general our ageist um culture Uh Of 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 focusing on young people, and we all see what happens to child stars and da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I'm hopeful that in in conversations like this really amp up my hope of this idea of actually, the older we get, the more intentional and full and authentic our creative expressions are. And I I want to believe that the world and the markets will. um, I don't want to use the word reward, but like answer that call a little bit but i guess i don't know i don't know i guess it remains to be seen i wouldn't rely on the market
0: (laughs) (laughs) i would not rely on the market but no no i mean i mean i get it like it's it would be because what is the market like the market is people want to sell shit they and easier Mm -hmm. things sell things deep thought Mm -hmm. carving it out that requires time and thinking and i'm i don't i don't know who i'm insulting here but like (laughs) but i mean it requires effort and i think things that sell are a quicker a quicker easier um take Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. the nature of things like a hit song or things like that i remember a record exec said to um me uh the 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 people who Make you get you to buy like a million records Are in the Midwest right and he was saying And those people are not dissecting And um, music like you And your people are in Seattle They just want to tap their toe to it They want to dance to it at prom They Mm want to hear it at the kegger That they're at you know like And I I mean I grew up in the Tri-Cities I went to keggers And I was like yeah the theme of your life right But that's a very high level connection That is not a deep artistic Thought out What's right. it all mean to me? And that's not the majority of people. I'm trying desperately not to be insulting. Um,
1: <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, you know, my band is named after a state park in the Midwest and my yes. bandmates are from <laughs> the <laughs> Michigan. So, I mean, the, no, the, the, I, I, I think this is, I think this actually brings up a really interesting point about Seattle, uh, Tacoma, PNW, Salus Sea, yeah. um, Puget Sound area. Yeah. Which is, um, and it actually kind of ties into what we were talking about with fame and all that kind of thing. One of the things that I really like about living in this area and the reason I enjoy being a creative person in this area is it seems like the people here who've had whatever varying levels of fame or however you want to define musical success, people here don't give a shit about that. It, it, like it, it feels like you know, mm-hmm. Ben Gibbard was walking down my block a couple of weeks months ago yeah. years ago. And it, it was just like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, Dave Matthews picked up his kid from right. preschool across from my apartment. <laughs> yeah. and you know, I'd say hi to him here or there. if yeah. nobody cared. Right. And yeah. that's one of the things that I like about this area. It's like, oh, um it, it's it's a little insular it's a little bit of a microcosm, which has its <laughs> cons a little bit, a lot Thank of it. You. <laughs> so, one of the things that the pros to me is that part of the attitude here is, Oh, you, you are following your dream in that way. Oh, that's cool. Um, maybe uh-huh. I'll check out your show. Oh, you're following it that way. There's a real, um, yeah. that kind of a vibe. I think you're totally right. I
0: think that's always been here. Um, um, like just in an infrastructure of any sort that's supporting music. Right. And it's, (laughs) it's fluxed, right. Like it's waxed and waned in terms of what all those things are in the infrastructure. Right. Um, But yeah, there's always been this through line of creative people um, where, yeah, like it's possible and it's just about being creative. You know what I mean? Like I express yourself, put a band together. These are things that are like in the lexicon, like I have a band, you know, um, right, right, It was just something you could do. I mean, that's why I joined. When I was in Seattle, I just was like, "Well, there's this seems to be happening a lot around here." It's like
1: <laughs> you <laughs> to like a, Yeah, you gotta have your hands. <laughs>
0: yeah. Seems like a possibility. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. And, yes. when, and, and then it was like uh, even more so. I almost, and I would love. I'm gonna ask you. Like when I was doing Hammerbox, I mean, Seattle was very different, right? Like I could be a barista, have an apartment and yes. being and that was my life right like yes. i had a 300 apartment right so i feel very lucky about that the, and mm-hmm. i think that played into why a lot of people were doing it was just very affordable here like anybody could be doing that and it wouldn't tax you uh you it, hence probably why we all did it longer too is because we're like well i can keep this game going for decades like all i got to have is three hundred dollars and some food money <laughs> i can perpetuate my youth forever um until it started to change and get more expensive and uh, but back to what you were oh my god (laughs) so many things so many things microsoft amazon the corridor i remember when the corridor was uh just warehouses right like Mm -hmm. nothing there and the fight over that property with paul allen and anywho um but what you were saying about like is is it something like as people go along? One, I just think there's the age, right? You just, if you're a seeker at all, even if you just let go the steering wheel, you're gonna grow, right? Yes. And I do think things happen at certain ages that don't happen in prior ages, right? Like, and they just ha- they just come about like midlife. Midlife is real. Um, it it it's that moment where all of a sudden you're looking back and you've never looked back. Like you're not all of a sudden you're like, wow, I. I'm looking back or, and I'm looking back and I'm questioning now what, Mm -hmm. like that's midlife to me where you hit this wall that naturally turns you backward to reflect on what has been in the past and how you feel about it and all your shit. So that's why it can be a rough time is Mm -hmm. you can either take that moment to reconcile, heal and grow and then move into phase two or you could fall apart. You can start drinking heavily. You could like, you know, it's hard. It's a hard shift, but it is a real shift. Yes. Uh, and it propels you into these questions that then if you take the mantle up, like can deepen you right. And m- make you more, you know, wiser, um, deeper, you have a better understanding of yourself. And it can also be what helps you continue Yes, if 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 you so choose, but you have such a wider. I mean, sometimes the burden is you have. Sometimes the burden is you have a lot more info than you did in in your twenties, right? And sometimes that's like, I really wish I didn't know that, you know. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I loved my ignorance was beautiful. You know what I mean? I had such a good time, like such a good time. Um, and now I know way too much, and I'm not sure what to do with it. Like, because it comes with some happiness, and it comes with a lot of fucking pain and i don't know where to put it how do i reconcile it how do i move forward i mean if someone takes up the magic yeah just years go by you grow right years go by you grow and what you do with it is up for grabs and it it could be a you can head in a good direction or you could really stymie
1: yes and i'm a seeker
0: yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and i've always been a seeker like a seeker of like my mom said that to my husband. She's like, "Well, Car- like <laughs> I can't remember." She was making fun of me, or she was like, "Carrie's always." learning or seeking or like, just, I'm always reading some self-help book or, you know, whatever knowledge. Same. Yeah. Yes, I'm it the just, same.
1: Right. Like I'm the same, same, same. I, I, what you said about phase <laughs> two and all that. I just, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always consuming new ideas about mm-hmm. where we are on uh, uh, an evolution. You know, I studied anthropology in college. So I'm always obsessed with like how we as a species are like changing in real time. I mean, yeah. but I also like to think about how long it's taken us to get here. Yeah. So I think about that and I, I'm I'm like always interested in philosophers, et cetera. But what somebody recently was talking about, that classic phrase of, do you feel like your best years are behind you or do you feel like they're in front of you? And I feel like I had heard that before as a kid sure. or something, but like hearing it right now, as I feel like I'm entering into my midlife time. Uh, It was like, I'm so glad that got brought into my consciousness again, because what I and and what I want to feel is that I'm only ever continuing to learn. I want to only be learning. And when you said your mom is always a learner to me, that's a massive compliment. It's why I it's actually why I became a parent because I want my kid to tell me mom, what you just said is actually like, we don't think that way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to say that anymore. Like yeah. I'm going to have that built in. I hope. I still get that yeah. from my daughter a lot. It's like, Oh yeah, that's, that's old. And you're like, oh, All right. Oh, <laughs> okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it.
0: Well, and I don't, you know, I think, that question is a put upon too. Because Mm. I think the whole ride is the whole
1: ride. It's all good. Mm. The Bill Hicks. The Bill Hicks. (laughs) What does he say? Bill Bill Hicks talks about, he has that big thing about life is a ride. Yes. And he he goes, you know, and we kill people who say it's a ride. He's talking about just like profits from before. But he says like, you know, when you think of life as a ride, it's going to have its ups and downs, but think of it as that. Think of it as that. And you're just on it. You're on a ride. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Enjoy it. The ups and the downs.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the more understanding of like, of um, how you might feel along the way is helpful. Like, hey, you you may get to this age and notice that you are... Um, chewing on some things, that's normal, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe some old trauma comes up. Yeah, that's about you're right on time, you know, yeah. or um, nobody tells you this ahead of time, though. So you're sort of like either blindly do, you know, fighting against it and pouring something on top of it or you're set. We like because nobody's mm-hmm. given us the words or the manual to say probably right around 40 to la la la. You're going to notice this, you know, mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I do, like, the coaching and stuff that I'm doing right now, I've I've told people, um, like, I knew when I figured out that, to me, coaching is another extension of who I am. And music and coaching aren't different. They're serving. They're using what's essentially inside of me to serve and support people, right? Like, yes. I, I, as a kid, have always been, like, the person who's, like, wants to fight for the underdog or like, fuck yeah, we're going to go do that. You know, on the I I have it within me. Right. Mm -hmm. But at this point I also have within me, like, I am not risk adverse. I like change. Like I have superpowers that I want to bring to somebody to help them, Mm -hmm. you know, scooch along and be like, yeah, come on. Like, let's Mm go do, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, and I, it's good to have a buddy. like, Like I call myself like the killer journey buddy, like, it's, yes. we all deserve support people don't ask for help a lot of the time everyone deserves support and why not have someone in your ear that's sort of like fuck yeah we're gonna go get that like you, you can have whatever uh, you want like and i got that for days i'm like come on
1: <laughs> I, I just love you so much I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and repeat what you just said which is everyone deserves support yes that is yeah. like a sage phrase can we like get that Aww. written in stone
0: somewhere another t-shirt. it's another
1: t-shirt mm-hmm. I love that. I'm gonna that's gonna like haunt me and I mean that in a good way I hope my whole life oh, good. everyone deserves support yeah
0: I don't think people including myself I think a lot most people don't ask for help no or no, they they're or they're so wounded that that's real vulnerable to do, especially when you don't know somebody. I mean, wounds, trauma, that's delicate. That's a delicate place. That's a scary, like, I wouldn't, I don't mess with anyone if they're, I mean, I don't mess with anyone in general, but I was like, if I respect if someone has deep wounds, I don't go pushing myself on them. You know what I mean? Because they. to me, people are sacred. I I mean, again, like in the coaching, my philosophy is I'm like, you're the only thing that matters like in your life. Right. Like the whole thing, like there's never been someone like you. There never will be anyone. like That's how unique you are. And like when you were talking about your dad, um, I don't know if you felt this, too. But like when my mom passed one of the and it was it was like carved me out from then on out different. Right. It was it was that's an experience that changes you. I get, I get I get that. Yeah. Um what deepened for me was the knowledge of the specialness of in an in, in, an individual. Like Amen. I can't, I mean yes. She was yes. my mom so that's a that's a role that you sure. keep right if you get along right like, with your parent or whatever but yeah. all the ways that would her existence and the slow realization this is in the grief process what happened for me was like uh, like a peeling peeling back an onion like the slow realization of where she played out in my life anywhere you know what yes, I mean and that's the deal. that that's what I deepness leveled me like mm. leveled. like you know when we're talking mm-hmm. about like oh fame or all these things like Oh, that
1: doesn't mean close, it doesn't mean shit doesn't close,
0: doesn't close. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything it's no. nothing it's a, it's no. almost like right. okay if in your lifetime you want to play that dance go for it but it doesn't right. mean anything like sure you can totally play with totally. that toy if you want but it's just it it's not a thing
1: right it, it doesn't have the realness and the quality of of uh truth yeah that when you you lose somebody, and to me, what, what you just said, Carrie, about you peeling back the onion on all the ways that she had a shape in you, mm-hmm. and yeah. that, that for me, the interesting part now is all the time since the death and mm-hmm. since the passing of how he, my dad continues to shape me yeah. is the is the fascinating portion as well of like, well, and, and I mean in my DNA. He is still there, but like yeah. even in like my actions, I know I'm taking them because of that influence. And it's like yeah. an impacting me as I move through until yeah. the day I die. Yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah. It, yeah. It, but you don't feel that until you experience it. You, you can't con- yeah. conceptualize that until you're there.
0: Well, and realizing in a life, like the power of, like, there's power, power lies in little things again like this fallacy that like fame and you know whatever like it's 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 a drug it's like so and it's a good one like it's you know uh, i don't know like getting on stage and having a bunch of people screaming yell at you fair I get it. Like right. fair, fair claim. that I want more of that. I love that shit. Right. Like there are things that I loved. Like I loved being like big enough where I had to have big guys walk around me.
1: Yes, <laughs> like all right. body egotistical thing. I love that shit.
0: Yeah, now I want to be Lady Gaga a little bit and have bodyguards. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Yeah, but with no with no imminent threat, of course. Like I
1: wouldn't want that. It's just for it okay. like the company, for the company. I mean, it just made you feel special,
0: right? right? You just felt powerful right. and. Special special just sort of like I <laughs> that's my ego so everybody's got an ego but, I love, um, it. I love I, it yeah but um uh yeah but these levelers like things like this levelers. um yeah. mm-hmm. really you know the potential for like all the cool things or what, what is really rich like come out like I have a lot of lessons in that lately um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what like and if you can put aside if you can like someone someone asked me, like, oh, if your son wanted to be in a band, what would you what would you do? And I was like, Well, I, I would say get in the van at 19 and do not get out until you're 30. You like and go for it. Go for all of it. Like, mm. like as much as I say, oh, there's things within that industry are rough or whatever, I think if you're gonna cause there's plenty of wild rides and what an amazing experience. Like I've had that experience where totally. it's irreplaceable, right? Yes. When I was in corporate jobs and someone was like, oh, I went, you know, I went to college and now I'm here at this corporate job. What'd you do? And I was like, uh, I opened for Iggy Pop. Like <laughs> I've opened for, you know, I've opened yeah. for Oasis. What'd you do in your twenties? Oh, I was in a van and I opened <laughs> Madison square garden. I like, Hi. it's like, how do, like, how do you reconcile that? But what an amazing adventure. So I would. So yes. yes, 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 and more yes, yes to that. And if you can yes. be awake while you're doing it and retain your intelligence and mm-hmm. be super smart, go for it. But that industry is has it's mm-hmm. crazy, and everybody knows it. But they um, they need
1: you to have need their coach along the side while they were to endeavor to do that. I mean, well, just like being not afraid yeah. to ask for help when you're in the van and it's getting really maybe getting a little dark or a little bit hard. Yeah. Not being afraid to say, hey guys, I think I need a, I think wow. I need a not do this next tour and do a little bit of yeah. uh, reclamation of myself. And and then let's hop back in the van and, and, and being okay with, with doing that. But it has to yeah. be, you know, but you have to have a team around you who, who supports that. And that's, I think a mass, a massive thing that I am now learning is having people who are on the same vibrational level, same yeah. intention, same lens um, working with you. And I mean, I just, i I'm looking at the time. i I'm sorry, I have to go in a little no. bit because my little I have to watch my little guy take no little guy. do the torch, the passing of the torch. But I feel like even conversations like this and just crossing your path, Ryan, virtually, and and just having met you, Carrie, I feel like yeah. this is all just the universe kind of reflecting back to me that the path that I'm on is a good one for me because it yeah. has attracted for me in an industry that gets a bad rap sometimes. I feel like I have met some of the most quality, wonderful, honest people. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm very grateful.
0: Well, and I do think you can have that right. And you attract that because you are that and your eyes are wide open. If people could have that, just that level of like maturity or consciousness. Good to go. Have a great, yeah. Good to mm-hmm. go. yeah You're having a great time. And I feel yes. the same way. Like I really needed this today. Like, I out of everything crave to talk to other musicians because I did not in the past. Mm-hmm. I was very isolated, not like oh drama, but just I didn't know any better, and so that's why I seek out like gatherings with other women. And me, my my reason is I'm like I spent all my time alone. I just and and it's so satisfying to talk to another artist because for me I was like again pragmatic, <laughs> boring pragmatic. Carrie was like. I I wanted all those conversations like I want to enjoy artistry Mm -hmm. on this level. I want to talk about it. I want to make shit. I want to be good at it. I want like that's juicy. That's the drug I want.
1: Yes, yes, yes. 100%. You you are you are you model that. And I feel like I'm very lucky that I get to be in a community where I can see you doing that because it helps inform me of what I want my path to unfold like. Thank you. Thank we got
0: we got to talk again. We got to talk again. <laughs> yes, I think I do. think I
1: need you now. Stay <laughs> <laughs> <Same> here. <laughs> this has been just a sheer joy. I did me really too. need this today.
0: Yeah, me too. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Ryan. And oh,
1: thank you. We
0: will we're going to post all the stuff you guys have a new release, you have a whole bunch of music coming out. We're going to post, send us all the links to everything. Yeah. I'll post a Sounds bunch good. of stuff. And uh, cuz that's
1: the fun. You. Let's let's have that kind of fun. That sounds <laughs> great. I, I look forward to it. Thank you so, so much.
0: Of course. Anytime. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> nice.
1: Okay.